Welcome back to the Redneck Tech Podcast. This is episode 43. Sorry guys, it's been about a week and a half, two weeks before the, since the last podcast, and that was when um, when I had Ryer here. So yeah, it's been a minute. I've been planning on sitting down to do this one, and I'm literally sitting down to do it before I leave for my first trip this fall. So I figured doing a good episode about fall prep and planning, packing, logistics... Um, kind of my outlook for the fall, what gear I'm bringing, why I'm bringing, what I'm bringing, you know, all that good stuff. I figured it would be a good thing to try and kind of break down how and why I do certain things and try and approach it from essentially, you know, my point of view. And maybe somebody out there has got a better idea and a better way of doing things than I do. But every one of these hunts are different. Um, they're going to occur in different places and a lot of times for different animals over you know, multiple days. I've got one run coming up that's almost 30 straight days in four different states. So I'm going to just kind of walk through how I plan for that, you know, that particular trip and uh, how I get ready for the fall, things that I do beforehand. Um, yeah, so that's what we're going to talk about. So hope you guys enjoy it. Right here, right here, right here. You want it? Yeah. All right, well, as I said in the intro, we're going to talk about fall prep. And this, this is going to be a much more, it's going to be a little bit different year for me. And, uh, this will be my first year completely running my own stuff, you know, which is good because I'm kind of in control of my own destiny and I get to do exactly what I want to do with who I want to do it with. Um, I've got a lot of stuff on my calendar. been looking at it today, trying to figure out essentially how I'm going to do everything, how I'm going to get gear there, how I'm going to, you know, where I'm going to have power, where I'm not going to have power, um, planning on drives, planning on edits, you know, when I'm going to fit edit time into this, you know, all that good stuff. And, uh, it's, it's a lot. Um, it's, it's a daunting task to, for me in this point in my career to look at my calendar and plan for it. And the even hardest part is to look at my wife and tell her, Hey, I'm about to be gone for, you know, 30 days living out of the truck, which I love doing. I enjoy doing, but I hate being away from her and the kids, um, especially when I've got three with, you know, two of them that are really little. My little girl's five. It, it's rough, but I love what I do. Enjoy, you know, I enjoy my job. So it's, it's a trade-off, you know, any, you know, there's, it's the law of sacrifice. But anyway, um, I want to talk about kind of my fall and, First off, I want to say, thank God it's here. I am so excited for, you know, first off elk season and then getting into deer season and then, um, you know, probably end up having to do some waterfowl stuff this year, which, you know, y'all know how I feel about waterfowl. But I'm just glad it's finally here. It's feeling like, just felt like this year has been the fastest year and the slowest year at the same time, if that makes sense. Um, it's been a really good year for me, uh, business wise, especially in my first year, 
you know, complete year of doing it on my own with Copeland Creative. And that's a good thing. Um, but I'm getting to the point in the fall where my dates have filled up incredibly fast. And I'm trying to figure out how to logistically get from one place to another. And how I'm going to carry everything that I need to carry. And how to pack what I need to bring, what I don't need to bring. And, you know, I'm one of those guys that likes to have everything. And it's just not feasible to have everything. So I essentially am trying to get, for this first trip, is what I want to talk about, trying to get down to kind of the bare bones of what I have to take because this is a pack-in trip. It's not going to be a trip where we're going to drive to a camp and we're going to work out of a base camp or a lodge or, a you know, a, you know, a house or whatever. It's going to be one that we literally get on ATVs and drive several miles into the camp and essentially base camp or spike camp out there and hunt from that camp. I am still waiting to hear, we leave tomorrow morning early, and I'm still waiting to hear if we're going to even have power. And if we don't have power, then I'm up a creek without a paddle because I'm not going to be very happy if we don't have some sort of power generator or something because I don't have the means that I'd like to be able to charge. And that is always weather dependent on solar and all that good stuff. But anyway... Um, I've got a ton of stuff to get ready. Um, still got a ton of planning and thinking to do, but I kind of wanted to walk you through that process. So my first trip is to Idaho. Uh, I leave tomorrow morning and we're actually going to be flying out. And this is going to be an early elk. The elk hunting uh, opens there the 30th. So we'll land tomorrow around lunch. We will drive about an hour and a half to meet up with the outfitter and then we will start packing in and from last I heard we were going to be on ATVs packing in and that's going to be a you know challenge because I'm going to have a backpack I'm going to have a small pelican a big pelican with my camera gear and then a big yeti panga hundred bag with full of clothes and tripods and odds and ends so you know I've got to essentially have a trailer load of stuff just with me but that's what it takes to film and that's and that's what I consider bare bones um, is two bags two main bags two check bags and then two small carry-ons that's about as bare bones as I can get it that is something I have to think about when I'm flying is what can I not take with me you know what can I leave behind and that is one that is really hard that's another reason I hate flying is I have to leave so much behind and on this trip you know we're flying we're going in blind we're going in with a new outfitter um, essentially we're going to try and create some content for him um, just try and help promote his uh, outfitting business and we're going to be this is a trip I'm doing with Brian Stevens with the Chronicles um, you know we're kind of worried about it being this early you know elk won't be bugling we'll be more like sitting water holes and glassing and finding elk and Supposedly the the you know the guide and the um, outfitter and the guides have been doing their homework and have found some elk, so that's encouraging. But at the same time, you go into the unknown. And I've been working this summer to try and get you know in a little bit better shape. Um, I can't say that I've been successful, and I can't say that I've been unsuccessful. I don't know yet. I know the first three days are going to suck because they always do when you're at high elevation. So I'm already you know mentally prepared for that, but. To get into like packing and what I do on these trips when I pack to fly is I always put my 
big camera in a Pelican case with pad with the, the pluck, you know, the pluck padding where you can pluck out and put your camera in a little custom configuration. That's what I've got set up for my FS7. I've got it in the case, all the lenses, the batteries, the chargers, the handle, the lights, the, uh, I've actually got the batteries and the charger for my A7R2 in there as well. And I've got that all packed in. I think that's the 1610 or 1650 Pelican case. I've got it all packed in there. It's probably going to be about 45 pounds, so it'll be under the 50 pound mark. So that's what I've got my camera gear in. It's been a really good, you know, that Pelican's been through a lot. It's been on a lot of trips. And I know it's going to keep the camera safe. So that's what I've got it in. And then I will check that. And then I have my tripod, my monopod, um, all my clothes, my camp shoes, uh, binos, rangefinder, because I like to have binos and a rangefinder when I'm filming because I can, I can help the, I can help my, hunter out at any time you know if he needs that help um and that kind of gets me in the game too gets me in the right mindset but and when there's times when you're just glassing I like to be able to glass too I don't like sitting there and not being able to glass but anyway um that also helps me contribute to the hunt but I uh keep all that in a big yeti panga that Dudley gave me uh like a 100 and it all fits really well it's heavy It'll probably be pushing that 45 pound mark as well. Um, and it's filled to the gills. And I'm going to test it because it's got a lot of really heavy metal objects in it with my tripod, my head, and stuff. And I'm going to see, you know, essentially how well it does traveling through the airlines and see if it's as tough as Yeti says it is. So we'll see. It'll be a good test because I'm sure they're going to chunk it and roll it and throw it and everything else. I know the, I know the, tripod will be fine I know the head will be fine the binos and everything but I'm kind of anxious to see how the bag does with all that stuff in it um and then with my carry-on I have my small pelican which is what I keep my hard drives my laptop cables AA batteries my juice pack for my phone charger for my phone sunglasses wallet keys all that stays in my small pelican so that's essentially my carry-on it's the 1510 which is the carry-on size. Um, I have it for sure always when I, when I go on the plane. I always take that Pelican because it's so handy to take and it's got little rolling wheels and it just it makes life a lot easier. And then I carry on my back the pack that I'm going to carry around the mountains, which is my Kafaru uh, Hellcat um, lumbar pack, which I got recently. Uh, Frank sent from... Uh, Kafaru sent it to me and I'm really liking it so far. I've been hiking with it with 40 pounds in it and it does really well. Uh, it fits really nice. Sits well to my back. I added, it's got the uh, Molly system on it or Moly or however you say it. So I added some uh, water bottle holders on it and I've also got a bladder for it. So I've got both of those options so I can carry a lot of fluids with me because I don't really get you know hungry, too hungry when I'm elk hunting. I always get thirsty, but not too hungry. So I like to have plenty of fluids. Um, and I can throw a granola bar or something in there. And then I'll carry a DSLR, lenses, batteries, and stuff in that pack. So that's the that's the plan for how I plan on running around every day. And how I, how I go on the mountain and when I'm hunting every day, the plan for this trip when I get there is to do it like I've always done it. And that's my FS7 with a probably my 24-105 to, to start out with. Um, 
on my sticks on my shoulder all the time. Um, I don't take it off there unless I'm getting some setups or establishing shots. I run it on the tripod all the time. And it's a really heavy setup. I need to weigh it. I would say it's 30-ish pounds, 32-ish pounds with the tripod head, the camera, the lens, and everything. Um, it's heavy. But that's what it takes to get good footage. And that goes back to early episodes when I said, you know, kind of do the hard things. Um, I'm going to run that setup. I'm going to see how well it does. And if we get into something that's really rugged or really, you know, rough i brought my monopod and my a7r2 i might try and run that one day just to see how it does um i'm kind of anxious to see how a really small rig setup goes to um or how how well it does i've never ran a rig like that so i'm kind of i want to try it out um a guy i follow uh named grady rawls uh he runs that setup and they do some really really cool stuff so I want to kind of test out that theory. It will be a lot lighter, a lot more nimble, and I know I know what kind of image I'm getting out of the A7R2. I know what kind of I know what it's capable of. It does chew batteries pretty fast, which those batteries are tiny. So I mean, I can carry a dozen batteries versus one big battery, and uh, I think I want to try it. I at least want to try it one of the days. Um, because I'm looking at trying to do that for the some more Western stuff this fall that I've got going on. And see how it goes. But we will see. I will let you know what, what, what comes up with that. And like I said, for logistics of getting in, we're going to be on ATVs and everything. Um, I'm assuming we're going to have limited power. I don't know. I'm still waiting to hear. But uh, that's really kind of the bare bones of what I plan on carrying and how I plan on getting it in there with a four-wheeler. Um, thank God, because that was told there were going to be horses. And I told him, I was like, I don't do horses. I don't like horses. Um, I don't get on anything that big that doesn't have a key in it. So thank God we're not doing anything with horses. We might recreate some stuff with horses, but we are not riding horses in. Thank you, Jesus. The, uh, next thing I wanted to talk about was my next trip after this Idaho trip. So this Idaho trip's a flying trip. My next trip is going to be a driving trip and it's going to be a long one. So starting September the 16th, I leave for Wyoming. I'm going to leave my house in Georgia early that morning and start driving towards Wyoming. Um, I'm supposed to start hunting the 17th, so I'm hoping I can make that drive as quickly as possible. I don't know how quickly I can make it, but I'm going to try and get there as quick as I can. Um, I think Irwin's going to ride with me. That's the plan. But on that trip, I go from Wyoming for an elk hunt to Montana for an elk hunt and antelope hunt, to Oklahoma for a deer hunt, Texas to a deer hunt. So it's back to back to back to back. It'll be about a almost a 30-day trip straight from the house, and I'll be living out of the truck, which I do it every September. For the last three or four Septembers, I've done it. And uh, last year being the longest, which was 33 days, and it was a lot of fun. Um, it was a lot of time away from the family, but it was also a ton of fun. This year is going to be a little different. I have my camping trailer that I took with me to Idaho last year. It cost a fortune in fuel because of how heavy that thing is. So I'm going to not take it this year. I'm going to take just my truck and whatever I can strap to my Diamondback cover. And what goes in, you know, in my trailer hitch, like a, I've got a, like a hitch haul I'm going to take both my Rambos, I'll have my Bronk Box, I'll have, 
gosh, pretty much everything I own because I'm going to be gone for 30-ish days. I'm going to be living out of the truck and hunting out of the truck and moving from Wyoming to Montana to Oklahoma to Texas. So it'll be an absolute drive fest. I mean, it'll be a lot of driving, a lot of moving, a lot of time behind the wheel, but it'll be a lot of hunting and it'll be a lot of fun. So with that, I have to think about how am I going to get it all in the truck? How am I going to make sure nothing gets stolen when I stop somewhere? How am I going to make sure I get I can carry everything I want to carry? Where am I going to park? When I find somewhere to park, how am I going to secure my good and secure all my stuff? So all this is stuff I have to can take into consideration. That's why I like to use a lot of hard cases. I have a lot of cable locks and uh, you know store things inside the truck. And try not to leave anything out that you, you know, people, which, I mean, my bikes are going to be out of the truck, but there's no way I can keep, put those in the truck. So it's, that's something I have to think about when I'm on the road. And I have to think about, you know, fuel stops, you know, where can I get fuel? You know, sometimes in these stretches out west, there's a lot of room between each gas station. So I've got to think about that kind of thing. You know, where, where's a good place to stop? Where's a good place to stop and eat? You know, where can I get supplies? So it's. There's a lot of planning that goes into it, um, and and with this trip, when I'm hunting multiple species, so I'm hunting elk, which you're always going to do on the ground, you know, like spot and stock, and you know, calling them in, and then in Oklahoma and Texas, I'm going to probably be in tree stands, or in bo- you know, box 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 blinds. So I'm going to have to bring my camera arm, I have to have my tripod, I'll have to have monopods, I'll have to bring pretty much all of my camera gear. And for me to pack that down small enough is hard. And to keep it secure is hard. And to keep it organized so my truck doesn't like a bomb goes off every time I stop somewhere is hard. So that is my dilemma right now is how to plan for that trip. This first trip's not near as bad. That one's going to be rough. And then when I get back from Texas, I've got a little bit of gap. And then I go straight to Alberta, which is a flying trip. So... This it's a process that I have to really sit down and think through every time and try and plan. But there's a couple things that I don't ever leave home without. I never go on a trip without my laptop. I never go on a trip without two or three drives, the cables for those drives, a juice pack, and at least a DSLR. You know, no matter what I'm doing, filming or not, I always take those things with me because you never know when a client's going to need something. Um, I have TeamViewer set up on my computer at home so I can log in you know, get in, access any files I might need to send to those people. Um, it just kind of gives me peace of mind. But that's kind of my process. Um, I hope I didn't ramble too much. Uh, if I missed out on anything, if I forgot anything, feel free to let me know. Um, I'm literally getting ready to start this run first thing in the morning. So if I don't do a podcast for a while, you guys know why. But I'll probably end up doing one or two on the road in the truck, so they might not sound quite as good as this one. But I want to get the information out there when I have it and when I'm thinking about it and when it's you know relevant to me. And if you have got guys, you have something you want me to talk about, let me know. I've got several requests for some things coming up. Uh, I haven't had time to sit down and plan them and think them through and kind of formulate my thoughts on them, but they will happen. If you're enjoying the podcast, please go and uh, like it and review it on Insta- or Instagram on iTunes, and uh, tell somebody about it. Have 
had a surge of uh, some new listeners lately, some guys that are really enjoying it, commented and messaged me and, um, and you know, enjoying it, and which makes it that much more worth it to keep doing it for me uh, because I enjoy doing it. Um, my hardest thing is to try and get my thoughts together and to make time to sit down and do it. But uh, this was a little short one. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, like I said, rate and review. That'd be awesome. You need to get a hold of us. Instagram's at Redneck Tech Podcast and the email's Redneck Tech Podcast at gmail.com. Appreciate it. Oh.